self-development with tactics. So, hello, welcome back to the next episode of the self to with Tactics podcast. Today we're going to talk about Coronasomnia, which is like, um, I think you know what it is. I mean, feeling bad and or in terms of sleep as well because of Corona. Apparently, this is a case or this is the case for some people. Unfortunately, very unfortunately, um, it is actually not something that is bothering me too much at that point in time. The whole corona, th- well, the whole pandemic thing is a fucked up thing. You know, I'm not gonna lie, it is pissing me off because of certain reasons. But I am tremendously fortunate that I can still work just as I've been working before, you know. Um, even though I've just started this type of work, this social work thingy thing. Um, only in the pandemic, so it's like, yeah, um, I'm used to it, and it is what it is, because, you know, in the back, you can see, yeah, the uniform, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just working anyways, there's not like, um, I got laid off, there's nothing like, okay, I, uh, I'm only able to work, like, I don't know, five hours, whatever the fuck is called in English, I don't know, and, uh, yeah, we're gonna see. Curing coronasomnia, four tips from neuroscience. Allow sleep to be the constant in an ever-changing world. By Christine C. Kien, Kieni Psy D. Or Psy D. Is it like doctor in psychology? I guess so. Or PhD in psychology. Well, I don't know. Anyway. COVID-19 has affected all aspects of our lives, especially our sleep. Clinical insomnia has been sick has seen a significant rise since the pandemic began and it is expected to continue although we are all although we are well aware of how important sleep is it is often one of the first things we neglect especially in times of uncertainty even if we are only facing sleep deprivation it can still cause unwanted changes in our brain's health yeah and i've seen that and still seeing that um, especially, I mean, last week, I'm still exhausted because of last week, because I haven't been sleeping as much as I needed to the whole fucking last week, which is not smart at all, you know, it's not something that anybody should be doing, but yeah, anyway, the brain is the control center for everything we do and is the most vital organ in the body, it controls movement, circulation, heart rate, temperature, and many other bodily functions. It is also responsible for learning, so memory, how you pay attention, and how you receive and process information, which I think is also very important to point out, because if you're getting angry very, very easily, hmm, it might be due to you being too tired and not sleeping enough, for example. Sleep is the foundation of brain health, and without it, we can compromise all of the functions it performs daily. The pandemic's changes to our daily life may affect our ability to get our best sleep. You may not be getting your usual amount of exercise because gyms are closed or are not as easily accessible. Even if the gym is not a part of your weekly routine, you may be moving around less due to staying at home most, but at home most, if not all, of the day. When the body is less physically active, it may not feel ready to sleep at its, at its usual time, which I've actually seen as well, which is one of the reasons why on my quote-unquote rest days, I'm still doing something. I'm still just uh, doing cardio 
and so on, so that I can sleep. Because it's really something that pisses me off if I can't sleep, you know, when I want to get to sleep. Which is also one of the cool things if you're so, or when you're so sleep deprived, that you're just falling asleep immediately. Even though, I mean, it's due to just really bad conditions. But anyway, um, you may also be moving around less due to... Uh, to, to having fewer social interactions and activities. A lack of so- social interactions means you may not be pre- receiving the mental stimulation and meaningful connections that come with them. Lack of mental stimulation and emotional connectivity can lead to difficulty relaxing and quieting your brain when trying to go to bed. Um, something that I've seen as well is that if I'm having a week of not working that much and or not being that... Um, well, it's actually on a daily basis, but also on a weekly basis... Um, when I'm not that productive, I feel really bad for for relaxing and not doing anything as well. And just really having this one day on which I'm just not doing, not not even trying to do as much as on the other days. Which, um, yeah, is fucked up. But anyway. Routines are increasingly hard to follow with ever-changing regulations necessary to meet the novel pandemic's needs. Many of us are getting out of bed later getting into bed earlier or not even entirely changing out of our pajamas even video calls can only see from our waist up oh even video calls can only see from our waist up the this distribution to a routine impacts the sleep schedule that is crucial to getting your best sleep the key is to make sure you're getting at least six to eight hours of sleep per night six to eight consecutive hours of sleep Waking up throughout the night interrupts vital sleep cycles that help your brain restore and recover from the day before. If you're not getting enough sleep, consider altering your sleep behaviors, beginning with these four tips from NeuroScience. Let's see. The first one is stay in tune with your body's natural rhythm. Melatonin, a chemical released from the pineal gland that lies deep inside your brain, helps make you feel relaxed and drowsy and fall asleep. Your pineal gland releases melatonin in its rhythm over a 24-hour period. Melatonin is naturally low in the daytime and rises during the evening. Be aware of your natural drowniness as you prepare for bed. How many times have you stayed up later than intended, binging the rest of the season or answering emails? When you stay up late, you can miss your body's natural sleep cues and have trouble falling asleep later. The lack of schedule can significantly disrupt your body's biological signals. If your bedtime routine is almost non-existent, getting home from work, brushing your teeth, getting into pajamas, you can miss natural sleep cues altogether and that feeling of sleepiness may never come. Establish a new routine that works and stick to it so when that melatonin wave comes, all you have to do is jump on. I think uh, a really good advice or really good piece of advice. Um, it happened to me as well. And the thing is, I think we often think that, okay, you know, I'm going to be, I just need to do this. And I'm, yeah, you know, because we, we need to get done things because we think that tomorrow is going to be late, even though it is not. And at least it is something that I'm often misjudging, like how fast I can be when I'm well rested. You know, and not in a hurry and not stressed out and not just entirely tired. And the second point, put away all screens 60 minutes before you go to bed. <clears throat> I'm sorry. If you have, uh, if you're having, if you're having difficulty falling asleep, 
The culprit may be your screen time habits before going to bed. Most Americans are spending most of their day in front of a screen. These screens can emit high levels of blue light rays that suppress your pineal gland, affecting melatonin production. Since artificial light throws off your brain's natural ability to drift off to sleep, you will want to turn off all screens one hour before you slumber. That includes checking even one tweet or text message. You might want to turn off your notifications altogether so you're not even tempted to pick up and check your phone. It is, by the way, something that I'm quote-unquote naturally doing by meditating because when I'm meditating, I'm obviously not looking at my fucking screen. And I'm doing it for, you know, between, well, 10 and 30 minutes. It depends on how well I've um, structured my day quite. And I think that... It is also helping with this kind of thing. Um, so it in general helps me falling asleep just because I think it is a routine. And my body knows, okay, after I've meditated, I'm now going to go to sleep. Just because I'm always doing that. And uh, on the other hand, as I said, I think it is also, or maybe, probably uh, due to me not just having a screen in front of my fucking face all the time. Um, even though I'm checking some messages sometimes after I've meditated, but that's not that of a big problem most often. So yeah. Switch things up with a new bedtime routine, which is the next point, the third one out of four. Many of us are having a hard time pulling themselves uh, away from the computer and stepping away from work or school. The lines between home and work, school life are almost non-existent today. If you're replying to emails or reading or even engaging in intense conversations, which we often save for right before bed, the cognitive activity can keep you awake. Make sure you're having you have a set end time of your work or school day and do not let it linger into your bedtime routine. Instead, switch things up. During the latter part of your evening, do something that helps you relax and is safe. What? And is safe just for bad time. Set yourself up to catch that melatonin wave when it arises and ride it to sleep. Um, on the other hand, you could also just take melatonin. You know, just just another thought. You know, even though I do not necessarily think that it is the most healthy thing to do, but if you just really are unable to feel to fall asleep. And, you know, if it is just impacting your overall health, then, yeah, it might just be better, I guess. The fourth, be mindful when waking and going to sleep. The ultimate cause of sleep problem is the inability to turn off your thinking just before you go to sleep. Many Americans live more solitary lives due to the pandemic and are not having a chance to engage with others, such as getting together with friends and conversing, which helps alleviate mental strain that we often feel right before we go to bed. Be mindful of the time when you transition from being awake to asleep. Before you go to bed, slow it down by sitting on the edge of your bed and take time to notice your breathing. When you lie down, continue to pay attention to your breathing until you fade to sleep. If you still have difficulty falling asleep, consider the simple grounding exercise. This simple grounding exercise. Slowly think of five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell and one thing you can taste. Then return your attention to your breathing. When waking up, set yourself up for the day by taking five minutes just before you get out of bed every day to simply breathe and think about your intentions for the day. A stressful, stressful start to the day can end in a sleepless night. Research shows that you have the highest level of stress hormones in your body when you first wake up, which I think really makes sense. You know, your body is just booting up it is making yourself ready for the day. And I mean, like uh, a few years ago, 
a few many years ago. It's been, I think, not that uncommon to wake up and there is a fucking bear in front of your fucking face trying to kill you. And so I think it makes sense to just because of all the, um, all the the you know all the senses and all the all the aspects of life you know seeing, tasting, hearing, all of these things, all these um, these inputs actually that our brain has to kind of uh, deal with. I think it just really makes sense that um, it is relatively difficult for the body to wake up without any stress, you know, because yeah, there's so much input that needs to be stressed. Uh, allow sleep to be the constant you may need in your life. Even if everything in the world is changing daily, allow your sleep schedule to remain the same. Your brain will thank you. And I would say this as well. And something that I've done is trying to, to cut some weight, trying to get into better shape again. And this goal of doing that and this thing that I'm constantly thinking about just because when you're hungry, the only fucking thing that you're thinking about is motherfucking food. Then, um... It also gave me a goal, you know, which is pretty cool and pretty amazing because, you know, now I'm having this goal of, okay, I'm going to get into better shape and I'm doing this the whole week long. And I think on Saturday, I'm going to have my first quote unquote uh, cheat day in quite some while. I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually looking forward to feeling so sick afterwards um, that it's not even cool anymore and actually fucking my physique for the next few weeks, which... By the way, if you're interested in that, I think it's been the worst thing for me to start, you know, to have a scheduled cheat day every single week on Saturday, just because I've eaten so much that it fucked up my whole system, even getting ill because of it, um, because of whatever reason, I actually don't know why, but um, fucking my whole system and actually really getting out of shape because of that, just because my weekly uh, calorie intake was then so high. Um, you know, I might actually be, be calculating it on Saturday if I'm doing it. Um, but I think I will just as, you know, just as a way to relax. I think it's even bad weather on Saturday, which is actually quite amazing for me just because I don't feel forced to go out and share. And yeah, anyway, I think I'm going to end the episode there. So I wish you the best health of happiness and all success and also hope that you're going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered, which basically means your legacy and basically means just being uh, reminded as remembered as a good person. Three other questions that I have you are, why are you here? What are you trying to change and what is bothering you the most? These three questions, so we're going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea, which is a pretty fucking cool thing as well, I would say. One last idea that I'm having for you is what could you essentially say to another person that's indeed going to change their life? Because I totally believe that we all can say something and we all can communicate something that is indeed going to change somebody's life. Yeah, with that being said, I'm going to wish you the best. Please stay safe and take care of yourself, your family members and all of your loved ones. And so, bye-bye. <laughs>